song I wrote, might want to sing it not for no, don't worry, I'll be happy, in every life we have some trouble, when you worry you make it double, don't worry, I'll be happy, don't worry, be happy. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of the Rad Podcast. I am producer Brandon from the Rob Anybody and Dawn Show. And I thought that was a fitting intro for this week's episode. Uh, that was actually a friend of mine who I used to work with, uh, still kept in contact on social media. It, that was his brother-in-law who posted that on Facebook. Um, he was just doing Don't Worry, by, Be Happy with an all vocal style. That was all one guy. He was just using a loop pedal and he was just doing the different parts and as you heard, he went through every layer up until the end. And I just thought that was so, that was the perfect intro. And I just had to share that with all of you. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Uh, I have an interview today with Melissa from Spirit. Uh, you can find them at sacspirit.com. They are the paranormal investigators we've had on numerous times on the podcast. I'd say that they're, the, uh, they're the leading prod, uh, podcast. They're the leading paranormal investigators when it comes to rad radio. Um, so they, we're going to talk with Melissa and, uh, find out what's going on in the spirit realm, both, uh, literally and, uh, I guess paranormally. So we're going to try to get our head, like get our heads around what's going on and see how she's holding up as a human being. But then we're going to also talk about the dead too. Um, there won't be any spirit boxes or anything. There's no, uh, serious mumbo and jumbo, uh, but it does get, we do actually start talking about a little bit about magic and specifically sex magic. It's really interesting to me right now. I don't know. I don't know what has drawn me to it, but uh, it's, it's pretty cool. And I, we talk about that a little bit in the podcast, but before I get to the actual interview, I wanted to bring up the fact that I'm looking for more musicians and vocalists. I'm doing another collaboration uh, I, I've gotten such a good reaction from the previous renditions of Take Me Home Country Roads, 
and the other two that I can't think of right now, uh, but I'm actually going to be doing Lean on Me by Bill Withers. And I want to do something a little bit different this time. So if you haven't already reached out to me, uh, if, if I haven't gotten back to you, if you did, send us an email at rad at radradio.com if you are an interested party. Um, just before I get into the, the this, I'm, i got to slow down a little bit. I'm really excited about it. can't tell. Uh, along with the recording of the audio of your talent. So if you want to sing it, do you, if you want to play the guitar, do you want to play bass? Um, I'm, I've been, I was having a hard time finding some drummers because there was actually... Uh, one of my friends who is a drummer, his drum set is at somebody's house who's currently quarantined because he's being tested for COVID-19. And another drummer, a friend of mine, ha- just doesn't have the ideal setup and some of his drums are packed away. Um, and drums, I think, are going to be the most difficult thing to capture. But what what we're going to do is we're going to do a straight cover. Just play along with the original Bill Withers version of Lean On Me. And record it, record you playing it. If you have recording equipment, if you have the ability to go into GarageBand and actually, uh, or something like that with a digital audio workstation, you can uh, get the cleanest piece of audio that you can just to make it uh, really crisp and clear and we can make it sound really professional. If you can only record with your iPhone, that's fine too. Or your Android, got to be all inclusive here. That is fine too. Uh, but just try to get like the cleanest audio you can sing along with it, play along with it, uh, try to play along with the song in time as best as you can, um, and send it over to me. I will actually provide, uh, some space on my Dropbox so that you can just shoot it over that way. Or if you have Dropbox or Google drive or we'll figure it out. I'm going to be sending you all an email as you submit your interest and I'll give you all those technical specs that I'm really looking for, what's your, what your capabilities are. We'll talk about what your instrument inclusion might be. Um, and uh, yeah, let's have some fun with this. So along with the audio, um, I want you to record a video of you doing it too. So we all got so much time on our hands. And what better way to, than to expel all this nervous energy than uh, by going on and uh, playing some music and being creative. Um, so along with the audio, I want you to videotape yourself. Um, you can be wearing costumes. You can put it, you could, you could try to position the camera in a certain way where you, you, I don't know, you have a pretty view behind you. If you're fortunate enough to have uh, a view at your house, so just be creative, you know, try to think about something where you, you would be presented on video performing the song because I'm going to intersplice all of the video into one big music video. And it'll be, it'll show the collaboration. It'll show the different people involved playing their different parts and all the audio will be mixed down into one track and it'll just look like a really cool, I, 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 I trust me that this is going to be really cool. So all you got to do is just videotape yourself playing the song and record it. Or if the, if the only way you can do it is through video, that's fine too. I can get the audio off the video, but I want to be able to use that video. And if you submit that, then you give me permission to use it. I can put it up on our YouTube channel and you'll be a star forever. Does that sound good? Okay, so head up to uh, Spotify, YouTube, whatever it is, find the original version of Bill Withers' Lean On Me and record your part, whatever it may be. Vocals, and if you can harmonize your vocals, even better. That'll make it sound sexy. And whatever instrument, a guitar, a bass, I know that there's some, some uh, one, of my list, one of my friends who uh, is a musician, plays the saxophone, um, if you can find the sheet music for that, even better. Uh, and yeah, just try to play it along with the tempo. That's very important because we got to put all these pieces together. It's like 
you're going to be playing with so many different people. I don't know, maybe a dozen. And we're all going to be singing together. We're all going to be in time. That's part of music, right? Okay, enough of the infomercial. If you're interested, go ahead and send your email to rad at radradio.com. And I'll get back to you with all the technical specs. And we'll make this thing happen. I think it's going to take about a week or two. I've got some people lined up to to help me out and we're going to get this thing all organized and sound really good and clean. And I just want to make sure that we're all on the same page. So rad at radradio.com. If you're interested in covering lean on me with me, let's talk to Melissa from Sacramento paranormal intuitive research investigation team, AKA spirit. You can find their information at sacspirit.com. Uh, let's hear what Melissa has to say about what's going on these days and how sac spirit is dealing with uh, everything going on with the pandemic and much more. So yeah, Melissa, yeah. Melissa, how are you doing? You know, um, I'm pretty, actually pretty good. Um, overall, at least today. <laughs> um, how are you handling you know, this all shelter in place business? You know, there are aspects of it, which, um, I have found stressful and a little bit confusing. Uh, and there's been aspects that have been very beneficial. Um, frankly, uh, doing, um, a lot of my work at home, the teleworking option that I was able to have has really, um, benefited my, my work performance. I've been able to be a lot more focused. I don't get distracted by the, all the shenanigans in the office. Like it's, it's really helped me there. Um, it's amazing how it's amazing how everybody is able to work from home now, just all of a sudden. It's a nice, yeah. it's a nice luxury, well, right? Yeah. I mean, I honestly, it's something that was probably available to me for a very long time, but you know how it is. It just, they don't think, oh, people aren't going to work hard enough or they're not going to do this or that, or, you know, or this classification doesn't need to be able to do it or whatever. And suddenly when it, you know, push came to shove and they didn't have a choice, uh, it, you know, it became uh, a high demand thing and they got it fixed up real quick. So, and for me, it's, it's been, uh, it's been a real blessing. I do feel fortunate. Um, but with the, with spirit, it has sort of sidelined a few things and sort of, uh, thrown me for a loop on that. And that's where I'm actually a little more kind of, you know, confused, uh, and a little more upset about the whole situation, but I understand overall what we're trying to do as, as a community and as a society globally, we're just trying to make sure that we're taking care of each other and doing the best that we can. So I get it. Yeah. So how are you operating with spirit currently? Are you, are you actually uh, putting the house visits and the, in the, and bless house blessings? Are you doing all that stuff? Uh, are you putting, are you postponing all that stuff and are you just doing phone readings? How, how does it work for you guys? Um, so for the most part, yeah, no, we are just doing, uh, all phone readings. Um, I've converted because sometimes people do want in-person readings. Um, everything I had scheduled for April, I converted, um, as far as the readings are concerned to phone. And we did have a small number of in-person cases, um, that were full investigation with all the regalia and all that and the blessings and so forth. And, um, so I reached out to those clients and thankfully, you know, they're just, they're so nice and so awesome and understanding. And they were willing to um, have their appointment put out just a, a little farther, you know, obviously with this being such a, a volatile situation and, and changing every day. Um, as you know, uh, people have been willing to 
kind of work with us and they're willing to, you know, play by the rules. Um, I don't know what we're going to do come May. Um, I, I'm kind of now that we're sort of seeing that California, quote unquote, is doing better um, with some of the social distancing and the numbers and the this and the that. It's kind um, of exciting. There's like a there's there's a idea that there's actually a herd immunity going on. Herd and that, immunity. Yeah, yeah. And that we've uh, we've actually experienced the, the, the coronavirus already. So we're, we're pretty much in the clear, it seems like. But. It's not going to, it's not going to stand up to the national standard, of course. No, no. Yeah. So it's the the, sort of the dynamic is changing very frequently. So what I'm going to sort of do is just kind of keep watching things. Obviously, you know, you guys over at the show, you, you're the way I keep up on what's happening, you know, because I can't stand being so saturated and inundated with news. Um, So it's been so many conflicting reports too. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's been extremely, extremely confusing for a lot of people, um, you know, from, oh, this is not real or it is real, but it's not this bad or it's that bad. And there's just there's too much information out there. And clearly it's not um, all accurate. And it definitely is leading people to um, be very, very uh, lost in the wind of what's the right thing to do. So uh, what I'm hoping is that what we can do maybe possibly cross your fingers come May, we will start doing in-person visits again, but very, very restricted um, version thereof, especially if there's still kind of a national recommendation and still limits on group sizes. I don't even know what the limit is. I think it's still six people as long as you social distance. Um, I'm not 100% positive about that right now. But what I was thinking is that, you know, we would have a smaller version of the team go out focus in on the primary goal, which is the resolution for the client and also ask the client to minimize how many people they have there. And of course we would go in with proper, um, you know, safety gear and protocol and, and so forth. Um, Cause we do, you know, we, at the end of the day, we want to follow, we want to follow the law and, you know, the law of the land as it were. Yeah. So I know that your, your primary drive with set with spirit is to help people. And bring bring them validation and answers to um, not just paranormal, but uh, from all aspects of, of of spirituality and just life in general. So, um, how are you dealing with the idea that you can't get out there and help people right now? To be perfectly honest, it's killing me. Yeah, I I can't stand it. Yeah. I can't stand not being able to help people because that is what my soul was put on this planet for. And knowing so many people are scared and suffering and, and feeling the pain right now, all I'm doing is sitting here feeling everything they're feeling, being an empath. And I hate every moment of it. Yeah. I just, I want, I want to alleviate the world's pain and I clearly cannot do, you know, I, I can't do it all, but I can't even do the part that I want to play in the community. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not, not amused. <laughs> Yeah, um, and, and it's also just devastating watching everybody suffer and people lose family members and and people, you know, obviously that's the the worst of the worst. And then the people, you know, losing jobs and their their money and you know and not knowing what they're going to do next and just that this community fear. Um, I, I'm trying to do everything I can every day to put a little positivity back into the world to the best of my ability, whether it's a positive Facebook post. Or saying something, you know, nice, like, you know, we went live on our, our spirit page um, last week just to kind of touch base with people. And I think I'm going to do another one of those. 
I just want to infuse as much peace and positivity as I can, you know, at least to do my part. That's outstanding. And I, I think that I'm glad you brought up the, the, uh, it, the fact that you're an empath and you're feeling everything that's going on around you. I, I, I'm to a certain extent, to a certain extent, I do feel like I am uh, empathic in a way. And yeah. ever since this, this whole thing started and when the news was breaking that we were going to be closing things down and we we're going to be separating people socially, it really hit me hard. And I, and I, I've been struggling over the last couple of weeks to really nail down the, uh, my ability to look at the positive. And, and so it's put, it's taken me to this like darker place, but mm -hmm. I, I do feel like over the last couple of days since it does seem like things are starting to calm down. It, it, I mean, the, the death tolls aren't as high as they are, they were projected to be. Um, the, the curve seems to be flattening out. Um, it, it sounds like, you know, California is leading the way in, and being in the clear a lot sooner than the rest of the country. But at the same time, yeah. like you said, it, everybody's losing their jobs. People mm -hmm. are, people are, are left with so many unknowns, not knowing yeah. what's going to happen tomorrow. What more is it going to, what more are we going to have to give up? And mm -hmm. I mean, that, that also, that could take me into the next part of a conspiracy <laughs> theory where we're all going to be registered and followed <laughs> and, you know, Big Brother is going to take Oh, full hell, effect. they're already watching us now. Don't worry about that, it. It's too late. <laughs> you're right. I know. It's already <laughs> past that. But this, this just feels like it's a lot more deeper than that. And so yeah. I, it's, I've, it's it's an intense thing. I, I honestly, I'm not a big conspiracy theorist. I try not to be. Um, Brent's much more into that. But um, how, I started how is to wonder, Brent doing? Oh, Brent is good. He's good. He's uh, he's um, still tinkering away at um some stuff today and but he he's doing quite well good good um, good yeah he he's been my rock in in all of this um too you know because i have had like you a few moments um where i've just dipped into some sort of mental pool of i don't know what and i'm really feeling it's not just my fears and emotions because it felt so overwhelming i think it is the collective community anxiety mm -hmm. and he's been able to give me perspective and kind of talk me through things he's such a good um, man he really he is he, he really is i'm i'm blessed to have you know to have him and a small collective group of people that i that i know love and trust that i can talk to you know when i just feel kind of a little bit lost at sea with, with all of this. And cause for me, like I said, I'm very fortunate. I'm able to telework. Um, you know, I've, I've got a safe space. I've got food and supplies. Like I, I feel it's, I almost have like that, you know, that sort of guilt when you, you know, you have what you need, but you know, other people don't, it's just, I, I feel almost guilt for being okay. Yeah, it's weird. It's just a weird dynamic because we should, because of that heaviness that we feel that it's almost mm -hmm. like a, like you said, a guilt that, that I shouldn't be feeling good because I should, but I am fortunate. I have the job. I, I'm able to get out of the house to actually go to the studio and yeah. it's just, it's just a weird time. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yes, um, it is. So are you, so you, you mentioned that you're sidelining the, the house visits uh, to an extent 
Yeah, yeah, at least for April. I've rescheduled all of April um, for now just to just to kind of, you know, give, I guess, I don't know, society a chance to reboot, kind of get their bearings, get the the curve flattened or whatever, you know, that, that kind of stuff. I'm just trying to do my my part, whatever that is. Um, so I can because, you know, at the end of the day, I want to help the community. But part of helping the community sometimes is falling in line and doing what we're supposed to do and, you know, not, um, not adding to the potential problem. Mm -hmm. Now, I do think that since we are, like you said, doing a little bit better with the numbers, I feel like there is the potential, hopefully in May, to be able to at least um, with really good strict protocol in place, you know, masks, gloves, yada yada social distancing all that kind of stuff getting into people's homes and at least getting some documentation done and um, blessings done that need to happen in the home because uh, we do have clients that you know they're having some creepy and weird activity they they need some resolution I can't I can't keep pushing people back we're booking May of 2021 yeah. we're actually June of 2021 now that I if, if I have my calendaring right so and who knows how much more that's going to get pushed back after you know, yeah. until the yeah, country so, finally opens up again. Yeah. So I really need to find a way to safely serve my clients without, without endangering us or them mm -hmm. and also following what is um, legally in place. You know, I, I'm very much a, a person who does believe in, you know, following proper protocol and, and rules and law. I mean, I'm not a, not a hellion. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, I, I have no trouble complying. Um, and, and, and what I'm doing is no different than what most of the nationwide groups and even some, a lot of the television um, shows paranormally, they're all doing this. They're all, um, at least the ones that have, you know, a good moral standard, they're all, you know, sidelining themselves and, and or doing some social distancing and or just not going out if it's not urgent. Um and, and so I, I really, I think that's what we plan on doing is when we finally do go out, it's not going to be the whole team. It, we're not going to have, we're going to have to tell the client they can't have every, you know, cousin and aunt and uncle and everybody mm -hmm. over to, to meet sack spirit. It's going to have to be bare bones. Um, so you're still, if people wanted to get information or, or even resources for stuff that you provide for like cleansing and, and blessings yeah. and that stuff, you can go to sackspirit.com still, right? Oh yeah, gosh yeah, and and if they fill out the contact us form um, on that uh, and on our website, um, they absolutely can still reach out to me. And if they need a you know any of our resource documents or they have trouble finding them or anything like that, or they just want to ask questions about them, like okay, well I see this on the document, but how do I do that? Or or should I do? Can I swap this out? I want them to contact me. I want them to reach out because um, I am still providing um, ample support and guidance to make sure they have their, their spiritual needs met. We're, we're not, you know, on hiatus. We're not, we are not getting a break. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still doing all my phone readings. Right. We've I'm been getting a lot of emails from people recently who have still been uh, getting their phone readings from you and have been having yeah. outstanding results. Uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm fortunate to have some really beautiful clients that are just, they're so nice and they're so kind and they're so, just receptive and also so gracious to, to do nice things like, you know, write a letter in or, or leave us feedback. You know, it, it's humbling. Um, and it, it also lets me 
kind of know like, this is why I keep fighting for this. This is why I keep doing this because we really are making a difference in the community. And it's not something that I take lightly. Uh, it's a huge responsibility. It, it truly is. Um, there's, there's so many people that treat this like a hobby mm-hmm. and uh, it's really not, <laughs> to me, at least not to me. This should be a passion. This should be something that is done with love and respect and with dignity. So do you feel like there is more activity going on during these types of times in transition or in in turmoil, I guess we could say? Um, do you feel like there's more spiritual activity during these times? Um, what I think could be possible, I mean, obviously, because people are home more, so they might be noticing um, activity that they previously didn't notice as much. Um, is one part of what could be going on for some folks. Uh, There is also the level of stress and anxiety that is being fed into the the energy field around us, you know, kind of into the ether. So that will then impact the spirits around us. They they will notice the energy. Some spirits feed off of that, you know, and you guys have done some ride-alongs with us, so you know, sometimes when the client is upset, that anger or fear or any of that can feed the darker entities. Um, so really, yeah, I mean, from the e- some of the emails I've gotten, people have just mainly, they've mainly been focusing in on how they're feeling, mm-hmm. their emotional kind of well-being. So kind of an important thing for folks to remember right now is just to, you know, ground, meditate, pray, center themselves, go within a little bit. Um, if they can get a little bit of time outside and get some nature and maybe put their bare feet on some grass and really just allow some earth healing to happen, um, I think that might be helpful uh, right yeah. now. Because I, ha- I have noticed people being a little bit a little bit chaotic. Oh, yeah. We're all on edge. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you hear about this mass meditation that, that occurred last week? I think it was actually this week. And they took a reading of the earth's magnetic field and there was a huge spike or boost during this yeah, period of, I, I, of, I, of uh, meditation. How cool is that? That's really awesome. <laughs> it almost feels like there's a collective consciousness coming together. Like we're, we're being forced to look within ourselves and, mm-hmm. and really seek truth and, and what matters to us and, Honestly, I think that what really matters to us all is unity and and uh, happiness. And I think that w- with that type of effect, and if we can continue to harvest or harvest, harbor, whatever that, um, mm-hmm. then I think that it could be really good things for whatever comes next after this. Yeah, well, it does prove something that, you know, that I've always kind of felt too, is just that, you know, we impact our environment in a plethora of ways our energetic field beyond this meat suit that we cart around everywhere um, does matter. And it does have a a grander impact on each other and the planet as a whole. Um, So, you know, there's so many things that are going on that obviously there's that collective anxiety and that collective fear that's happening, but there are a lot of us that are so like desperately trying to focus in on the positive and that is helping. um, And that does, change the overall vibration. And if we just keep on working on that centered sort of self, um, 
then that can propagate out. And, and that does give me a little bit of hope, um, despite all that is going on. Um, a lot of the fear and anxiety right now is because of the unknown mm-hmm. and the fear of loss. Um, people don't like to lose things. They don't like to lose their security, their safety, or you know what they know as their reality. If we can collectively transition into a newer version of reality that turns out to be better and more loving than, you know, sometimes we have to go through uh, kind of like, kind of like a molting, you know, like, or, or, or like a, a caterpillar going into a cocoon and then coming out a beautiful butterfly fly yeah i think that there's absolutely a shedding of a of a skin of a layer happening now and i this when the more i think about it and the more i talk about it the more optimistic i am about the future because we will prevail the the financial institution might crumble you know the our leaders our leadership might fail us at some point or they might be failing us you know we won't know until history proves it but it does feel like the collective consciousness is elevating at this time. Yeah, no, there's a lot of, a lot of us souls that are, are going that direction and trying really, really hard. Um, and you know, the, the good thing is, is that they are trying. Well, cause I like to have, I, I am always a sugar coater and the optimist. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I, I feel like even the, the ones in charge are trying to do some useful things by flooding some money out there and, and doing a few things. Um, clearly there's going to be some devastation. There's not, it's not going to be perfect, mm-hmm. but I think that because it's happening to so many and it's not just our country, I think that there will be um, sort of that old fashioned value sort of come back where we, we help one another and that we care for one another. At least that's what, what I'm trying to do and what I'm hoping. And a lot of people that I know, um, are sort of pointed that direction as well. Yeah, one of the things that I've I've been noticing within the community is people are reaching out to folks who are that might not have enough food. So they're mm-hmm. they're posting on on social media. I know it's like a copy and paste type of thing, but it's a great service for people to just offer. Is if you are without food, I will drop it off at your doorstep anonymously, and we don't even have to you know worry about the the shame or whatever that might go along with your, you know, your inability to have food in the house. And then, mm-hmm. you know, when it comes to the toilet paper, if, if somebody needs toilet paper, we're just been posting on social media and be like, Hey, does anybody have any toilet paper? And I, this is, this is a, a, a personal anecdote. We mm-hmm. did this recently and we ended up getting way more toilet paper than we needed. It was almost like we were ending up hoarding it. So, oh, wow. so now well, we good. have found, I know who to call then. <laughs> exactly. No. And we have, and we, but we have also found homes for, for all of this toilet paper. We're actually sent, taking some up to uh, Teresa Dogwoods this weekend because oh, okay. she's without sure. toilet paper. And so, yeah, it's just, it's, yeah. it's a cool thing to see the community come together and, and really helping each other out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This, this is the, the, the upside to all of the, the confusion that's going on is that there are people out there that still really do truly care about one another. And while we can't physically be, you know, in one another's presence, um, spiritually on a soul level, we can all connect mm-hmm. and we should, and we should take that time to connect, to talk, to whether, even if it's just a text message or if it's a, a like a voice chat like this or, you know, or, you know, FaceTiming or whatever, 
we're still finding time to collectively connect to one another. And as long as we don't lose that um, ability, I think that a lot of people will will come out of the other side of this with a, a greater appreciation for what truly matters and what what things in our lives we obsess so much about mm-hmm. that pr- didn't matter in the first place. So true. And so have you heard anything about this idea that we're going through an ascension as a, uh, as, as human beings? Um, I've heard little uh, blips uh, here and there. I haven't really dug into it too much because t- to be perfectly honest, between still technically working my, my day job um, Monday through Friday and doing readings, um, a lot still on the phone. Um, I haven't had honestly as much downtime as I would have anticipated. So, well, just to give you the the Cliff Notes version of what I've been hearing is that we're we're entering a new age of of Earth, and we're we're all ascending to a new dimension. And there's talk of 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 us ascending to the fifth dimension, which we can't mm-hmm. physically see but it is it is a a state of spirituality or uh, 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 just a just a higher level of the human evolutionary chain um but I, and and there's also talk about more ufo sightings like they we're going to have we're going to be visited more often um hmm. and that we're going through this Great. we're going through this collective transition uh to a new age of the planet where we are going to live more harmoniously without the confines or the, or the, uh, the, the shackles of our current institution. Does, mm. does that hold any water with you? I mean, I never discount anything. You know, I, I always like to get information and, and absorb and think, well, this could be possible. That could be possible with the spiritual realm and the paranormal in general. I never say never uh, because I've seen way too many things, but I think that there's probably some sort of a middle ground in that. Like, obviously we're not, we, we are always transitioning, going in from one age to another age. Like the, we're, we've always been moving towards things like they talk about the age of Aquarius, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. We, we've probably always been on a track to that, but this experience is probably just to make us a little more human. I, I don't know that we're actually going to shed everything, you know, because obviously the governments are still, we're, we are relying heavily on the government and a lot of our institutions right now just to survive. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that we've, we've figured out collectively yet on how to um, move past that, but we could definitely be going into a, you know, more Star Trek age at some at some point where where it's a little more utopian. It's a it's a uh, wonderful idea, and I think that uh-huh. I, I I hope that we get to that point someday. And not just because yeah. I'm a huge Star Trek fan and I like the idea of living yeah. in that type of dystopian future, but it does feel like there because of how this is all being handled by the powers that be, and I I, I know that they have best intentions in mind, but they also have self-serving intentions Mm -hmm. in mind as well so to be able to strip that you know shed that skin and Mm -hmm. move into a new age of of harmony and kumbaya and mumbo (laughs) and jumbo you know i think that there there's a there's a place there's a time and a place and i think that time is coming up a lot sooner than we think yeah no i i think that uh yeah and that i do agree with i think that we we are starting to put value in um 
uh, like I said, the more important things, you know, caring for one another, um, providing, um, sharing love, sharing harmony. Um, and I do find that a lot of my uh, more spiritually minded friends are, even though they can't see each other physically, they're finding really creative ways of making sure that we are still spiritually connecting. You know, obviously Sierra has been offering some online, um, you know, group meditations and which is amazing. And that is was great. Really helpful. Yeah. Sierra, yeah, that ha- Sierra that intuitive ha- integration on Facebook. If you want to look that up, she does it yeah, like, every, weekly, right? Everybody should. Yeah. I am. Um, I actually shared a, a link on our, our, uh, spirit, um, Facebook pages, facebook.com forward slash uh, sack spirit. And I shared one of Sierra's um, meditations on there because it just, people need, people need to be doing this kind of stuff right now to get themselves more balanced and, and more centered. And I have another friend um, named Amber who runs a page called blossom and rise. And she's been doing some talks and, and some other lives and some things, you know, talking about what we're going through and, you know, so I found connecting to those folks and connecting to those resources has definitely been uh, really, really useful. And, um, and, and I think that we all kind of could benefit from that. And the, the materialistic things that we're so worried about, I mean, obviously some things we have to have, you know, food and water kind of, that's. Toilet that's paper. Just, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. You got to, got to be able to live, you know, uh-huh, but um, I, I think it's making is making a lot of people more um, just understanding of their fellow man. And it's putting us more on a level playing field in some respects, not everywhere. I mean, I know that's, you know, there's no always is and never is, you know, that kind of thing. It's Mm -hmm. not, it's not uh, everybody's not finding the humility in this, but I think a lot of people are. Absolutely. So uh, what's, what is, sorry, hold on one second. How to get a drink of water? <laughs> yeah, you've been swallowing frogs uh, uh, over there, haven't you? What? I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I know that I'm not sick. I don't feel sick at all. I feel great, but for some Good. reason, I woke up with uh, with a frog in my throat, and it's hmm. pre- it's pro- progressively gotten better throughout the day. I just think I I need to keep hydrated. I've been uh, I I don't know if I've been drinking enough water, but I don't know. That happens, you know, and I've noticed this too. Like with teleworking, um, I. I get really stuck in what I'm doing and I just, I keep plugging away and then I, I haven't been snacking as much. I haven't been eating as much because I'm a stress eater, but um, I'm also a stress non-eater sometimes. And so I just been. That's so relatable. That's so relatable. I, I go through these bouts like over the last three weeks, I I will not eat for probably two or three days Mm -hmm. and then I will just emotionally eat for for another two or three days and it's like it ebbs and flows yeah. it's a weird thing i don't know I've, I've been like i've been describing my feelings towards all of this as very bipolar but mm-hmm. at, at this point in time as i'm speaking to the broadcast listeners right now i feel more at peace now than i did three weeks ago and i think that a lot of that has to do with the fact that you just have to come to terms and accept it and yeah. just go through the motions and seek the truth and uh, live your life to its fullest. Mm -hmm. No, I I agree. I absolutely agree. It's I I've been doing it. You and I are very, very similar 
um, in our personality and our like behaviors and the way we, we do and think about things. And then I've also noticed like Brent and Haley are a lot more like in the way they see and talk about and do things and like the ebbs and the flows. Um, and it's probably why we're all friends. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, yeah, I've, I found that I've just, I've been, like you said, not hydrating enough, um, not eating at the proper times and balancing it out. And, you know, I, our, our our whole schedules have been upended and our, our way of life really has been upended. So it's, it's all about making that balance again. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. No, we just, you can't forget to take care of yourself, I guess. Um, and, and that's what I preach to a lot of my, my spirit clients, but I should probably listen to that same advice, you know, just take care of, take care of my own self one, once in a while. Thankfully, Brent forces me to remember to, to do certain things, you know, he's like, well, what'd you eat for dinner? Mm-hmm. What, what are you doing? Well, I had cheese and I had crackers and <laughs> <laughs> he's like, that's not dinner, dear. <laughs> we are very similar. We both eat like rabbits. Yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, this looks good. Let me just have a little of this. That'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. I'll have a piece of toast. That's good. I'm done. Yeah, yeah. No, I think I've lost like four pounds, which, you know, for me, I've been wanting to balance out a little bit. So I guess it's not a bad thing, but. What's what's the one thing that you miss the most right now during these times? Being able to help and serve my clients in person. I knew you were going to say that. I was, I was, I was fishing for like a going to like black Angus or something or no, honestly, I'm an introvert. Yeah. (laughs) I'm a huge introvert. Like, so a lot of these social things that people would just, they want to like go out somewhere public. Eh, No, public does. No, I get all anxious in the public. Um, I I agree when it comes to that, but it's almost like now that we can't have company, Mm -hmm. like we can't have people over, we can't socialize like we would normally do. Now yeah. I want to. It's like that well, want what you can't have type of thing. Yeah, that. Okay, so that if if we're not talking about like the, the beyond spirit, like yeah, I do miss being able to just freely go somewhere um, without a concern. You know, I want to come see all your animals. Like I right. want to hang out. Like you know things like that. Like I can't. That's just not what we're doing right now. And Techno- technology is amazing. It, it's it's an amazing tool to keep us all connected, but it just doesn't feel the same. It it's artificial. It's virtual, so it doesn't. It just don't feel like we get the same connection, even though yeah. it is so easy for us to stay connected. Yeah. No. There's there's something to be said about just that in person connectivity and and just sitting there and shooting the breeze with somebody and that kind of thing. And so while while I don't have a lot of free time usually, especially you know with when we're actually doing in-person cases and I, I don't have a lot of personal time, um, you know, there, there are little bits and pieces where just to wander around somewhere, go, just go to a friend's house. I, I want to, here's one thing that's really bothering me. I want to go see my nephew and he's going to be 10, um, in October. And so he's one of the a few little people that I, you know, can tol- tolerate. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's really, he's an amazing, amazing kid. And normally I would go see him for Easter and stuff like that, but I don't really, you know, know if that's like a thing I can do right now. So, you know, I'm missing out on those types of connections with people that I just want to spend time with. So uh, we mentioned a few different resources, uh, like Sierra and uh, your other 
a friend. I'm sorry. What was her name? Amber? Her name's Am- Amber, yeah. And she runs a page called Blossom and Rise. We, um, we on- should compile a list of okay. of resources like this for people to go to to seek this out. I know that, you know, when we get to talking about it, it gets moving a little bit fast and it's like, oh, Sierra, who is that? So I'm, I'm thinking about putting together like a, a resource page um, along with the release of this podcast episode um, mm-hmm. to allow people to go. Like I, I would think about dubbing it like the feel good corner so, to yeah. allow people to go somewhere to seek out those types of resources that would be beneficial to our well-being. Yeah, that makes sense. That's a. So I'm 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 giving you a little bit of homework. I'm gonna have you send me over (laughs) Amber's uh, uh, contact information or the the page. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'll I'll get Sierra going. Well, of course, we'll put Sack Spirit up there as well. Um, I just feel I feel like this could be a growing thing too. We don't necessarily need Mm -hmm. to isolate it to just these few groups. We could whenever we get wind of or we hear of a friend who's got something going on that's helping people. I think that that would be a good resource for people just to instill some more of that posit- positivity into our in our frame of mind. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I do know of a few different people that are sharing some um, good, positive, warm things. I'll, I'll keep my eye out. I'll shoot you a few links because I, I know of a couple of different gals on my um, page that I see their their posts and, you know, and, and some of the things that they, the spiritual things that they offer that are uplifting and and helpful. So, um, yeah, I would definitely love to help collaborate and provide Perfect. some stuff there because, because there are things probably, you know, there, there are some people out there that are quote unquote thinking they're helping right. and they are actually not. Yeah, so we'll have to do some vetting for sure. Yeah. Steer, steering clear of the, the things that are not going to be beneficial to the community. And, and that's part of the driving passion behind everything that I do is just, I want to make sure folks are getting all the love and healing that they can from not just what we do, but the other community resources. Cause I refer people to all kinds of aftercare or other types of um, support beyond what, uh, what I provide. I'm I've told clients this a thousand times. I am just one piece of the healing puzzle. I am not the end all wear all, mm-hmm. but I love, love being part of the overall picture and puzzle with collectively the clients and the other resources that are available to them. I think, Um, I think what's becoming more and more apparent as we get deeper into this pandemic is that community is really, is what's going to bring us all back together. I mean, this is, it's all this, it's the sense of the word community. But Mm -hmm. I think that Mm -hmm. that is what's going to drive us to get through it without fairly a hitch. God, I hope so. <laughs> I, I, I sure hope so. And, and you know, it's it's been going on how many weeks now? I don't even know where. It's like a blur. It feels like um, it's been about two years. Yeah, I know. It, I, I, was, I don't know who I was telling this to the other day. I think it was in my um, spiritual warfare class that I've been taking. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking about how even one physical day the way I'm breaking it up on the things I have to do and the tasks I have and so on and so forth. And the some like certain essential things I have to go out of the house for rarely. Um, I feel like one day feels like five. Totally. And it's so weird. It is weird. And, and there's some truth to, to one of the memes that I've seen that says there's only three days now there's today, yesterday, and tomorrow. 
There's no like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday anymore. It's just, it's yeah. all, they're all blurring together. They, they are. And even, even for, you know, folks like us that have still some sort of job function and semi regularity, it's still not quite right. There's, it's still a little weird. Um, like for sure. The one here, here's a, here's a positive. Here's a benefit to, um, having to be at home so often. Mm -hmm. My animals get to spend more time with me. I know. I, I do love that. I really do. That, yeah. uh, that's almost like they're getting tired of us now. Yeah, like, why are you still here? <laughs> You're invading my nap time. Uh, why am we going on a walk again? Can I just relax? You go for a walk. <laughs> yeah, you leave for an hour so I can take a nap. So you have uh, you have two cats, right? Uh, three, actually. Three. I have, So I still have my elderly Ra. Um, she just turned 13. She's the orange Maine Coon. Um, and then I have the two little twins, my little black kittens. Um, they'll be one in May. Oh. And you know, they're just so cute. <laughs> and then I've got my my old senior citizen doggy that walks like he uh, is a cowboy that's been on a horse for too long. Mm -hmm. um, and he is fourteen. He's a he's an Australian cattle dog. Oh. And he's he's amazing. He's definitely slowing down. He has a lot of limitations. Um, but the benefit of me being here is that I get to take care of, you know, his day-to-day -day issues and needs and give him a little, you know, energy Reiki healing, a little doggy massage, uh, make sure that, you know, he's got everything he needs. So, and I don't know how much longer I'm going to have him, you know, right. to, just for, you know, being realistic, being a 14-year-old dog that's a large breed dog. Counting the uh, days, yeah. So it's, you know, I could have, you know, a few months, I could have a year, I, I don't know. And so this time at home with him is actually really precious and really, really special to me. Yeah, that's one thing that I have found that brings me joy when, when I'm just feeling down. I'll mm -hmm. just get down on the ground and roll around with the dogs and the cats. And <laughs> it, it's such a wonderful feeling. There, there's such a healing presence. And yeah. that is one thing that, yeah, I could, I'm definitely grateful for being able to spend more time at home. Yeah, no, it's uh, it, it's it's a it, it's a privilege to have the love and fidelity of a dog and a cat. You know, they they are so honest, they are so giving. They, my animals, and the way they treat me is what I aspire to be, mm -hmm. and how to treat others. Yep. Uh, yeah, you my, know, my and, and, my, and, my, and, my and, mom before she passed away, she always said, uh, "I want to come back as one of your animals." Just because, <laughs> just because the way that I treat my animals, you know, I, I'm yeah. not trying to brag, but I, I love my animals to death. I would do anything for them like they were mm -hmm. my own children. So no, you're, you're a good pet parent. You really are. I think you are too. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what's going on spiritually with you? Or, or do you feel like not, um, that's a pretty loaded question, especially, nah, especially you, around, you know all of it, huh? no. <laughs> especially around Easter, but I, I don't want to talk about religion. I want to talk about the paranormal. What's, okay. is, is there anything like crazy that's been going on recently that's, uh, that, that you've been taking note of, um, when it comes to your readings, is there something that stands out that, that, is there like some sort of activity that's going on that's, that's more pronounced? Uh, for me personally, and I don't know if this is going to be true of all my other light worker friends or not. Um, maybe because I've been meditating more, uh, and which I'm supposed to be doing in the first place. Of course. Uh, but maybe, you know, maybe I'm more in tune. So I'm spending more time on my spirituality. 
um, the dead have started to be more solid again. Really? Um, so, which is great. Um, and is I, that, I go that, through ebbs and flows with that. Sometimes that'll be less or more and certain, certain spiritual times or certain, uh, metaphysical times, you know, closer to Halloween, closer to, um, Yule, which is near Christmas. There are certain times when that happens to me, mm-hmm. but now because I've just been sort of Zen away from a lot of the anxiety of the day-to-day, you know, doldrums of the office and been able to spend more time in prayer and meditation. Um, I, the soul energy has been louder. I've been seeing more shadows, more figures, more things. Um, I've been acutely able to sense, um, emotions and thoughts and feelings of family, close friends and loved ones. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been able to pick up on the vibration of a lot more. We're gonna. So I we're, guess it's turned the volume up for me. Yeah, we're we're gonna have to have you and Brent out to the house um, pretty soon. When, well, whenever we can. Um, yeah. <laughs> because we, I have been experiencing very similar things. Okay. I, I don't feel like before I met, I, I got involved with you guys at Spirit, and you know, I'm honestly explored my spirituality with uh, Sierra. She's really the one who was the catalyst to get me more involved in Reiki and, and, uh, the, the, uh, the mumbo and the jumbo. Um, so I didn't really necessarily see ghosts or, or see figures or anything, but I've definitely been seeing more of it lately. And I I mean, a lot of that is probably attributed to my meditation and my expansion Uh and everything, but it just seems like they're just a little bit more active. And we, Uh we do know of a presence uh, when you guys did the walkthrough at uh, my house, what was it, two two or three years ago? Gosh, uh, time flies. I want to say it was August of, oh crap, was it 19 or 18? Crazy. I, I don't, it, it feels like a while. It's been a while. <laughs> but um, but you guys have, have pointed out that there's a, uh, just a random guy who just kind of walks around in our, in our bedroom area. And yeah, he may be residual, but he's, but he's busy. He has been a lot more busy lately. And has he? before okay. we noticed that he would appear more frequently when things were a little bit more exacerbated. Like if we, if we were just mm-hmm. stressed out or if, okay. if uh, Haley and I would get into an argument or something, we would notice that he would be a lot more present. Mm-hmm. Things have been calm relatively, okay. you know, there's been the stresses over work and, and the whole pandemic and everything. But even before that really took off, we've been seeing him predominantly in our bedroom. And now, and now we have another presence that is making itself known in our kitchen. And, and we're being told by other empath friends Mm -hmm. that it's a female who is just there uh, apparently attached to me somehow that's yeah. I, I saw that thread because um, I chimed in okay, a little bit. Okay, so you on know that. what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, and and that's because I that the two things that I kind of felt I felt a combination of a female protective presence, which I wasn't sure exactly who it was because obviously I, I was doing that more of a remote view, mm. and then I know that um, switch is around your your location a lot like you know yeah, popping the, in and playing yeah the, uh, the the bengal kitten cat that we lost uh, last year yes yeah and so i know that that that's going on um the other female presence it would probably take a little bit of you know sitting in the space and mm. maybe trying with some equipment and trying to validate who or what this is 
um, and why and why they ended up near you or where they came from. Um, could be past life connected. It could be spirit guide related. And just because you are now starting to go through another phase of your development, you are kind. You are growing. You are releasing some of your anxieties about your gift, and you're starting to come into your abilities um, slowly. And so sometimes you start to notice a spirit guide that's probably always been there, mm. but starts to come more to the forefront when you need them more it's like they have been tapped in like at a like in a wrestling match yeah yeah, yeah. It's like okay well he's now got to this phase of ability so time to time to get on down there and you know make sure he doesn't screw up <laughs> yeah I, i've tried acknowledging it and you know recognizing its presence but it doesn't go much further than that for me but the cats yeah. are are clearly drawn to it and it's almost like the presence is playing with the cats Okay, um, well, and it, so it's not it's harm, Yeah, it's definitely not harmful. And I'm, I feel really, gr I'm grateful that we haven't really had any of those types of issues. But I did have a run in with a witch one time when I was uh, much younger in my early 20s. Okay. And I've always wondered if I had a hex put on me or some sort of like, if I was used in some way for some sort of manifestation. Is there any way to find out um, if that's even the fact possible okay, well yeah, yeah yes and no um there are there are ways to sort of suss it out but given th that your life is overall pretty successful you're healthy you have happiness everyone's gonna have life dramas everyone's gonna have a stressful day at work everyone's gonna have loss you know a pet it passes or a family member passes um you may you know you make a couple bad choices here and there your life ups and downs are just normal life. Mm -hmm. Um, but you wouldn't be in such a pleasant place if somebody physically cursed or hexed you more than likely, okay. unless of course you had extreme spiritual protection and backup that wasn't allowing anything to come near you. Okay. Um, which maybe you had in place in the first place. So maybe somebody did try to throw something at you and it simply bounced off, you know, and fell away. What's your, um, what's your knowledge of magic? Not, M-I-M-A-G-I-C <laughs> at M-A-G-I-C-K. Do you, so, what, what, yeah. what's your, uh, what's your understanding and take on all of that? Um, with any spiritual practice, um, there are the lighter sides, the darker sides, the middle grounds, um, the ability to harness energy in positive ways and in harmful ways. Um, I am just now just about graduating out of uh, an eight-week course on demonology and spiritual warfare. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're going to have to do a whole episode on that. That sounds interesting. It No, it's been, yeah, it, it's it's opened my eyes to a lot of things. A lot of stuff I, I have encountered already and understood and knew and so many extra things that I've gained from it. Um, and it's a, a group class. So I get to learn from all these other people and they're all from different spiritual backgrounds. You know, we're not all one, you know, in the same, um, our teacher is an ordained minister, a demonologist and does come from sort of a Christian background, but we've got pagans, we've got spiritual type of people. We've got everything in the class much like my, my group that, mm. you know, that I run mm -hmm. very eclectic. And so we've talked about some of these things and, and I've also had my own experience with some of this stuff. And, um, I would say that, you know, 
spiritual, magical practitioners, um, pagans, um, all these different types of paths. I think there's a lot of beauty and a lot of um, harmony in, in a lot of these different practices. And of course, with any spiritual belief system, there is also room for those that do harm. Mm-hmm. And, and it's real. And it's very real. I mean, curses, hexes, um, spells, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. You're getting, into, all, you're getting into the Aleister Crowley type of type of realm with that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah, if, when, if you go, if you walk that far into it, um, some of those things like Crowley, Anton LaVey, that kind of stuff, um, Satanists, um, Church of Satan, those type of things. A lot of those people, oddly enough, not all of them, this is not true for all of them, but a lot of them in that practice are more about personal power and worshiping themselves um, or what they can gain. And they're not actually even, I mean, some of the, um, from what I've heard anyway, the people in, in Church of Satan, they don't actually even praise or believe in a God and or Satan as their God. Um, right. There are spiritual practices within that um, vein that do. Mm-hmm. They have their own um, gods or you know entities they praise, um, as well as you know different um, witchcraft, Wiccan, pagan, and other beliefs. They have their their gods and goddesses, um, but a lot of them are just you know they're more about selfishness. There, there's a lot of you know spiritual practices, not just that, but in that vein, that are more about what they can gain um, and who they and who whoever gets hurt in the process isn't really important. Right. Um, so I don't, I don't care what faith somebody is. If somebody comes to me and they say that, you know, they are, um, you know, uh, they practice voodoo. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's fine. I I'm not offended by that. I'm not scared by that. There's a lot of light in voodoo know. practice, isn't there? Yes. Yeah. Yes. There it's a beautiful religion actually. And so there, there are a lot of wonderful things in all of these different practices and belief systems that are not harmful and they're meant to be practiced in a, in a, a place of reverence and it's meant to come from a place of love and, and healing. And what they call divine is very personal to them. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's, that's a beautiful thing. So I don't care what uh, what name or face they put on their creator um, or who they pray to, um, as long as they respect my belief system and give me the space and room to believe what I believe, because I am a Christian. Mm-hmm. And so I I want my space to have my beliefs and practices, too. You still use um, MySpace? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Uh, but you know, at, at the end of the day, any religion, belief system, spiritual practice, magical practice can be used on either side of the coin. Mm-hmm. Even some of the quote unquote beautiful, like, you know, traditional religions have been and can be used to harm other people. Um, because when, where it comes down to the problem is that humans get in the way of the divine connection Bingo. a lot of the time. You got it. Yep. They, they, they meddle too much. Mm-hmm. And so that's where everything falls apart. So if somebody came up to me and said, you know, I, I worship this as my God instead, um, but they're not harming anybody. They're causing nothing but love and, and light and positivity to come, you know, into the world. 
and they're they're not taking from people they're not you know doing anything damaging okay so if they call you know if i want to call god god and they want to call it something else who am i to say who am i to judge mm-hmm. um what what they do and who they are um that's just kind of not how it's supposed to work but in in our cases with spirit we have seen the flip side of the coin, the darker side of the coin. Um, we've helped families that have been um, afflicted by dark practices. Um, and that falls under a lot of different headings. They weren't all under, you know, one particular branch of what whatever type of spirituality people want to give a negative connotation to. Um, it's, it's not all what people think. People just get really um, good with assumptions. Yeah, and there's a, there's another layer of the the magic uh, realm that I that I'm I've actually taken some personal interest recently, and okay. it's it's sex magic. Have you ever heard of this? Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, buddy. It's any it's a, <laughs> any type of sexual activity used in magical, r- ritualistic, or otherwise religious and spiritual pursuits. One practice of sex magic is using sexual arousal or orgasm with visualization of a desired result, which is just like almost like a, a, a fancy vision board, but it's like a pornographic vision board, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's the tantric practices, there's Kundalini practices um, there. And you, you do have to be careful with some sex magic because obviously it can be powerful and it can be, it, it is used in some of the darker practices. Mm. Um, you know, both blood rituals and sex rituals can be used. Um, by some of the, the darker practices, and it can cause harm or wreak havoc mm-hmm. if um, if somebody's not dabbling in the right direction. Um, so most of the time, the messes I end up cleaning up are somebody dabbling um, with something that they're just they're not understanding the full scope of what they're what they're doing. Like the easy go to there would probably be like somebody playing with a Ouija board when they're not supposed to, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and some people, you know, and some people take it a little bit farther. They're, they're, you know, they're finding chickens, they're doing, you know, hmm. mean and horrible things there. And yeah, the bad, bad things um, can go, uh, you know, can go on if, if people are not watching where they, they point their spirituality, but if used in very, you know, mindful, positive and controlled ways and a lot of research is done and, you know, talking to other people who may have experience in that area first, um, then, yeah, I I think that, you know, a lot of these practices can actually be beneficial for spiritual growth, but it's all about knowing what you're doing and doing a lot of your homework first and knowing who utilizes which practices the most. And if it's, very exclusively used by a darker sect somewhere analyze a little more carefully mm-hmm. you know yeah. um, i i'm always cautioning my clients to just pay attention to what type of practices they're they're getting interested in or what they're doing and i um, think because this is such a alternative uh scope that it's hard for people to sift through what is and isn't good, right? Like, so there's, yes. there's, so there's so many resources online. There's so many uh, stores or, or uh, metaphysical places, uh, shops that you can go to, or you mm-hmm. might get some bad advice. So it's hard to decipher what is good versus bad. And do you feel like you're dabbling more in the darker stuff now, especially with this class, this demonology class? I mean, ev- ever since we started working with you guys at, at Spirit, 
I've always been fascinated by the dark stuff, but you, you and Brent always bring out and the rest of your team always bring out the lighter side of things while acknowledging that the dark side does exist. But I'm like, I'm super like honed in on, I want to know what the demons are doing and I want to know what the, you know, the dark energies are doing. Uh, Well, they're usually fucking everything up. Um, (laughs) Just, just to let you know, uh, most of the time they're not here to have a good time. Um, so yeah, I, I am fascinated by it, but I also understand it very deeply. And I know, I know the horror and the damage that, that it can cause because I have, I have had clients that have been physically attacked, harmed, lost sleep, been scratched, bruised, raped. You know, they have gone through living nightmares for a long period of time. Um, for a variety of reasons, either somebody put a, you know, sent an energy or an entity to them, or they dabbled and they got an attachment or something happened, mm. uh, you know? And so I absolutely know that the darker side is real. The, the big motivation for me taking, um, this course and becoming, um, right now I'm considered, um, part of, uh, the it's the Cajun ministry. And so I'm part of the Cajun ministry as a specialist and sort of transitioning towards demonologist in training. And so ah. I wanted to arm myself because you're right. This stuff is real. And, and I, I always do try to bring out the lighter side and, and bring the light back into a home. Um, but it's because I have seen the darkness. I have felt the darkness. I have heard it. I know that it exists. Um, and I know that there are so many people out there that don't take it seriously and including in the paranormal community. And it's, it it can make a real big mess for a lot of people. I mean, uh, there, one story that we've, I think we've told before is that we did have a client that she was being raped nightly by something and she wanted, she wanted to commit suicide. That was, that was going to be her, her way, quote unquote, out um, not realizing that the entity would just harvest her soul. So you're telling me so, that yeah. this dark entity was physically harming, mm-hmm. rape, physically raping a person. Yeah. Oh my God. And I can't wrap you know, my head around. I mean, and a lot of people would say, oh, that's crazy. That's crazy talk, blah, blah, blah. And you know what? It's hard to tangibly prove these things, but that's not the first client we've had like that. Um, And we had one client that was a 60 year old woman. She was not interested in, you know, the the party time, you know, she, there was Mm. that part of her life. She, as she put it, it was, was done. Mm -hmm. And this thing was leaving bruises on her. And she was, she was truly, truly terrified. Um, And so, and and we screen these people, we check for stuff like mental illness. We ask about what kind of medications they're taking. We ask if they drink, you know, we're, we're asking all these embarrassing, hard questions with confidentiality, you know, to them to make sure that what they're experiencing is valid. And when everything has been vetted at the end of the day, once we realize they're really having this phenomena, I mean, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. The, the one gal, she had a child that she was just going to let go to the, to the system because she didn't want to be there anymore. She didn't want to go through this anymore. Um, I'm happy to report that we were able to break that attachment and remove that entity from her. Excellent. And she has not been touched since. 
So how, how do you, how do you, you don't probably don't want to give away your trade secrets, but how, <laughs> how do you abolish this? Do you don't go in there with like a Ghostbusters strap and no. put it in the, uh, that be fun. Yeah, it would be awesome. Never cross your streams. Exactly. Um, so no, I have a variety of different techniques. And, and like I mentioned before, just our spiritual, um, eclecticness, my cleansing kit, uh, covers every spirituality from Christian to Catholic to Native American to Wiccan to uh, voodoo to East Indian. I mean, it's, it's comprehensive. And so we have to figure out where was the door opened? Where was the entry point for this entity? What, what happened? Why did this, what triggered the, the, the onset of these attacks? And knowing that is usually how you can then formulate a recipe to then remove said entity. Hmm. And in one of the cases, um, we were traipsing around uh, the lady's yard and we found something she said was left by a former homeowner. And there were some symbols on it and there were some burnt items and some things. Basically, we sorted out that there was some sort of satanic ritual that was done in her backyard before she owned the house. So knowing that that was the entry point, it's all about then reversing what had happened, denying and, you know, the, the access to the client, um, breaking the ties, telling that it's not, you know, the entity that it's not permitted there. It has no permission, um, you know, breaking the cords. It's, it's a process of removing its right and or quote unquote authority that, that was given to it by whomever, whatever initially triggered it. And then when it comes to the case of things like um, demonic incubi, then you also have to teach the client how to not be tricked into accidentally allowing it back in. Mm. And that can happen. And you have to tell, you know, you have to kind of gauge if the client's going to be able to handle like fighting back again and again and making sure that it never comes back and, and not allowing its energy into the space. Um, a standard demon, when it's cast out of a space, um, usually if it's done in the right way, it's completely, you know, it's, it's authority has been broken. It usually won't come back. Um, but you, you really do have to know all the little, all the little pieces of the puzzle on how it got there and who invited it. Was it the client that did something or was it somebody else and look for, Sometimes there's hidden clues and you really almost have to turn into a detective with some of these then to know the exact way to remove it. Um, Cause you know, you talk about like trade secrets and honestly, no two clients are the same. Mm-hmm. There's no cookie cutter. So hence, it's, hence the investigation part of paranormal investigation. Yeah. That is why the investigation and just even the client interview talking to the client is so desperately important mm-hmm. uh, because it's just it's not a one-size-fits-all um you, you can't you cannot go in there assuming it's going to be identical to the last 10 cases it, it will not be the same especially when it comes to the dark entities um and we we have a lot of cases that it turns out it's just grandma but yeah, yeah. we're just which is fine i like those but um you know we we really have to ask a lot of different questions and to be perfectly honest I use a lot of my own intuition, which is something that I can't give to somebody else. I can't um, make anybody else have the same exact gift that I do. Right. So 
I guess it's it's my I guess it's my little one one advantage I have that, you know or whatever or any intuitive um you know any good paranormal team should have um some intuitive uh energy to complement all of the um scientific part that is also in- integral Absolutely Well I, I'm so grateful to have been able to have this chat with you today and yeah, I feel well, I always feel better when I talk to you Melissa it's always so much fun mm-hmm. To uh to dive into the mumbo and the jumbo, but also bring some yeah. reality to to it all. And uh, I think with your words of wisdom, I think a lot of people will be able to rest a little bit easier. Um, I also think that uh, when we get this uh, list of resources together, that will also be a big help for people. Um, yeah. And I just hope that you and Brent and the rest of the team at, at Spirit take care of yourselves, stay safe. Um, Absolutely. You, you guys too. You know, yeah. I, I, I think about you guys every day, making sure you're doing okay. Yes. I'm glad that we have an open channel of communication with you because Lord knows the world's better with you in it. Oh God. Thanks. <laughs> well, uh, that's going to do it for us next time. We, uh, we talk, let's, let's go into some more of the demonology stuff since you'll have been graduated by then. And, uh, maybe we can get into the darker side of stuff and, and get a little juice in that. Oh, that that'd be fun. I'll, I'll drag Brent into that. Make him uh, yes. make him get into some of that because he's done a lot of theological research too. So perfect. That, that'd be fun. That would be great. Well, thank you, Melissa. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Namaste, bitches. The Rad. Broadcast. The Rad Broadcast. The Rad Broadcast.